Ideas are everywhere. Welcome to Lessons Learned in Marketing, the Phoenix Group Podcast. I'm your host, David Bellarive. On today's show, publicist Susan Boozy from Saskatoon. Susan's a publicist for artists like Rosie and the Riveters, Belle Plain, Blake Berglund, and others. And she's recently nominated for a Breakout West Award. We talk publicity and marketing. Enjoy the conversation. Good afternoon, Susan, and welcome to Lessons Learned in Marketing. Hi, David. Thank you for having me. I am honored. Oh, good. Well, I, I'm so excited to be talking to you um, because you represent a few people that I um, uh, really admire and love. So it's good to get to know you, too. I feel the same way about them. But yeah, thank you. I'm really honored because I'm always behind the scenes. So to be asked to be interviewed myself is a rare thing. Well, uh, that's good. You deserve to be brought out into the front. Um <laughs> Let's start by just sort of maybe you can tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do. Well, I'm a publicist. I work mostly, I've, I've kept myself in the area of working with creative people. I work with a lot of musicians, bands, festivals, solo artists. I also work with writers, painters, book authors, and some small business owners as well. That's a pretty tiny part of what I do. Now, the reason that uh, you caught my attention was because of the Breakout West, and you've been nominated as uh, for a marketing award, right? Yes, thank you. The second year in a row, I've been nominated in 2016 and 2017 with the Western Canadian Music Awards, and the category is called Impact in Music Marketing. Well, and it's yeah, it was a brand new category last year. They never had anything like this relevant to what I do and when I saw it pop up last year I was like oh my gosh an award I'm actually eligible for I kind of fell into this black hole as a publicist Uh, there's lots of awards for the artists and for labels and managers and and venues but not always for marketing so that was exciting and the awards are in Edmonton this boy September mid-September it's called Breakout West it's a conference and a festival like tons of shows every night, all day. There's industry people from all over Western Canada, from Manitoba to BC, and we go to conference sessions and panels and just sort of learn what's new and what's working as far as touring, as far as marketing, uh, what's new with the digital world of music. There's so much, uh, it's an excellent conference, it's awesome networking, but then it's a great festival too because all kinds of bands come and play. So tell me, uh, well, first, congratulations. Uh, That's fantastic. So tell me a little bit about what it is like marketing in your world. Mm, Well, I think it's an absolute ball. I I get to work with creative, ambitious people who are just like making things happen. And I absolutely love it. I get to be where, where my art comes in. I field so they the artists I work with whether it's music or a book or an an event or a grand opening for a business I feel where my I get to be an artist is storytelling and telling the story of who they are and what they've created because I always feel like there's a really deep and interesting story behind almost anyone and any project and for example in the world of music I don't know how many new albums come out every Friday in Canada, but it's a lot. And that's what I always, to each individual artist, that album is their, you know, it represents the past two years, perhaps their lifetime Mm -hmm. working towards it. But when it comes to putting yourself in the shoes of a media person, 
they might be receiving, I don't know, 20, 50, I don't really know what the number is, but uh, that many new albums and press releases every week. And so it's easy to get lost in the shuffle. So I feel like where I get to be an artist and what I have a lot of fun with is figuring out what the story is behind the piece of art, behind the person, and telling that story to my audience, which is the media, but also helping the artists maybe see themselves in a different light and share some things about themselves. One thing I, I find really common, David, is a lot of people are a lot more interesting than they think they are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they don't realize, they take for granted some things about themselves. Like, shall I tell you a story about one? Okay. Yeah, I work with a, a singer-songwriter out of Winnipeg named Kevin Roy. And he was releasing an album and a tour. He contacted me several months in advance, which is fantastic. He was super organized. Told me all about the album, all about the tour, you know, the producers, the musicians, and all those kind of things. And I got to know, it took a process of a few weeks, maybe even a month. I got to know him. I asked him a ton of questions. I wanted to know, you know, why he does this. Uh, what inspires him? I want to know about his family. And I followed him on all social media. And then I started noticing he'd never mentioned it, but he was posting several pictures of himself fishing mm. with all the different fish he'd caught. So I started asking him, you know, what's like, looks like you're a major fisherman. And he'd never thought that was an interesting, relevant thing to tell me. But I actually turned that into a pretty integral part of our story of who he was. And then I also developed a whole media target list of people in the fishing world. And I found out there's a whole bunch of fishing magazines and, you know, communities of fishing people. And I'm not a fisherman, so I don't know any of these things. But they thought it was so cool that someone who fishes is also a musician. So I got him featured in magazines. And I believe in June, he's getting flown up to a, a fly-in fishing camp in I can't remember, northern Manitoba or Saskatchewan, and they're they're going to be interviewing him there and taking pictures because they just find it quite a novelty. Oh. And it, he hadn't even thought to tell me about it, but it turned out to be one of the most interesting things. You know, media asked him about it all the time. So I think oh, it's interesting. Yeah, that's a fun thing. I love doing that. That's a great story. So I, I, I don't um, now. I guess as um, as a publicist, would the major would the major part of that role? I guess a big part of that role is one. I guess helping the the, the media get attention of the artist, but is, yeah. it goes beyond that. I'm sure as you're starting to look at him, this this guy you're talking about, uh, and his um, almost his brand as a as a musician. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if all publicists go that deep, and it depends if you have time, but my preference is for a client to contact me several months before launching whatever it is they're launching, because I really do want to help with shaping how they communicate or their brand, how they communicate themselves to the world. And if I can come in at the stage where they're still, they haven't had their photo shoot yet, their album art is not developed quite yet, and I can help make sure that they're communicating what they want to be communicating, that is really exciting to me. And it helps me tell a better story and get better results at the, in the end. I don't like it when someone contacts me right before something happens and they say, here are the 10 facts, can you make a press release and send it out? Mm-hmm. That's not really as much fun to me because I don't get to put my 
art into it, which I really feel is the art of storytelling. It's just a bit more functional. Yeah. Well, it's so much, It's so, uh, I'm sure the media like it too. Like it's much more interesting to be able to pick up on something rather than, oh, he's a singer songwriter from Manitoba. Yeah. Yeah. It gives them something to talk about, something to ask questions about. And everybody wants to know the story behind the story. Remember that uh, VH1 behind the music? Mm-hmm. When you watch that and you, you learn the life story of each, say, band member of Guns N' Roses or something, all of a sudden you, maybe you find some more empathy and connection and, oh, now you might like their music a lot more. And I think it's the same across the board with any client. If I can help people connect with them, there's a lot more higher likelihood of them listening to their art or coming to their show. Yeah. So as a publicist, uh, it's a world I don't know anything about. So where does the, where does the role begin and where does it end? What is like, what are you, what is a, um, a goal that you strive for and typically, and, um, and, and how, how long does that relationship stay with an artist? Yeah. Well, typically my, I work on campaigns. I do a little bit of consulting if people need it, like I'll buy the hour. I just had one before I spoke to you with a brand new artist out of Ontario. And we just talked for about an hour, helping her plan out her release campaign, what needs to be completed when, when does she need her pictures by, when does she need to start reaching out to press. But in general, I like to work on a comprehensive campaign. I don't like to do piecemeal. I don't like some. I I won't actually. If someone just wants to hire me to send out a press release to my list of contacts, I don't do that. I like to be. I consider myself more of a comprehensive publicist, and and everyone sort of defines their own roles as a publicist. Some people specialize more in events, and event planning and and marketing. Me in particular, I like to help shape the brand and the message, and to come in three months early. Uh, like I just finished working with Alice Kuypers. She's a writer and she released her fifth novel in April. And she contacted me late 2016. We started working together in earnest in January. And what I did with her was first we were helping shape her story, but building pieces that we would use when we started sending out the press release. And one of the pieces was she thought it would be really great to have a quote from a big Canadian singer-songwriter on the back of her book because the the main character in her book is a female singer-songwriter. So we made a list and I pitched a whole bunch of them and we landed Biff Naked, which was really exciting. So I helped get the, you know, the top quote that's on the back of her book. Oh, yeah, so every campaign is kind of different in what they need. If it was a musician, we would not be looking for anything like that. But uh, with the writer, we were doing that kind of thing and helping her decide what she was going to be sharing on social media. I helped her get in touch with a local videographer to create a book trailer, which frankly I didn't even know existed before this project. It's kind of like a movie trailer. Yeah. So uh, in a lot of ways, a lot of us marketers are trying to get the attention of media. What what kind of things um, do you find are, are appealing to them or what do they lock on to? Uh, they want a good story, a good human interest story. They really care about the people behind. I don't, it doesn't matter if you have a business that makes a new kind of bolt or someone who's selling an album. They really want to know about that person mm-hmm. just like I said about the behind behind the music scene thing uh, they they really care and they love a good story arts and culture I mean any everything matters but they love a good story and if you can give them a, a good story that 
is relevant to their audience. Now, that's really important. You have to ask yourselves, why would they care? Putting yourselves in the shoes of media, I always try to do that. Why would their audience care? For example, I just uh, did a uh, campaign with Black, Black Fox Distillers here in, in Saskatoon. They just won, actually. It was pretty exciting. Uh, best cask gin in the world with, with their brand new gin. I read about that. Yeah. So I guess, I guess that's because of you, right? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we, we tried to do some more national, but I, I wanted to give them realistic expectations because they only have distribution in Saskatchewan so far. So back there's that question. Why would this be relevant? Like, for example, the editor of the Calgary Herald, if they're reading this uh, press release, and they want to tell their audience about it, they want to make sure their audience can get the thing that they're talking about. Right. So I would, I mean, I mostly work in the arts, so, but that's a business. And I, I always, how is this relevant to that particular media? And if you can, I do a lot, I sort of operate like a boutique. I'm a one woman show and I customize my pitches quite a bit. I don't blast out the same press release across the country. And uh, I really customize it. If I'm writing to people in Alberta, I tell them what the connection is between this artist or this business and Alberta. And I, I imagine a lot of the a lot of your success is also, um, I guess, historical in that the media. Then you build relationships with them. They know what to expect from you. You have a yeah. fairly valuable media list or connections yeah. there. <laughs> yes, very valuable. Yeah, that's something I treasure. So tell me, what does it take to get um, get nominated for the award you're nominated for? Hmm. Well, I've worked with some pretty amazing people, so I'm lucky for that. Uh, like Rosie and the Riveters, the Saskatchewan Saskatchewan Jazz Festival, Belle Plaine, Big Blake Berglund, a uh, hundred mi- mostly in the prairies, but mm-hmm. I work with some amazing people, so that's that helps a lot. And working with them, we've been able to get some pretty significant media hits. And I guess, I mean, I I had to write my own sort of submission, what I've done, and then a, a jury actually decided who were the nominees were. Well, I love, of course, Rosie and the Riveters, and. Uh... All of those artists. Are you working on anything interesting? And ex- or I know you're working on any on interesting stuff. Are you working on anything exciting right now? Yeah. Well, the Riveters are writing again. They are going to be releasing a new album in 2018. So that is very exciting. And they've been actually on the on the industry side putting together a pretty uh, spectacular team. So nothing to be announced yet. But I think 2018 is going to be really exciting with Rosie and the Riveters. And of course, I'm working with the Jazz Festival, which is at the end of June. And uh, some incredible artists coming up this year. I love Jazz Festival. So with with that contract, I actually go to festival while it's on, and I manage media at the festival each day when they come to the main stage. Okay. So there's there's not when you ask me exactly what I do as a publicist, it, <laughs> it, it can kind of change with each contract. But I'm pretty uh, mostly focused around communications with the media and directing the client's message. Oh, I'm also uh, working with uh, Jeff Smith from here in Saskatoon. With His band is called Gunner and Smith. He has an album and a tour coming out in the fall. Uh, and a, an artist out of Ontario, Doris Hawkins. She's a brand new uh, folk artist coming out with a, an album and a tour. And 
And uh, when's my my favorite artist, Belle Plain? When's she coming out with an album? Mm-hmm. Well, she's in the studio right now, and I'm not I'm not actually working with her at the moment. Oh, okay. So, so how it works, but I know she's recording. <laughs> it's all over her social media, so you probably know that too. But um, yeah, she looks to be. Um, we we just texted a little bit last week, and it sounds like it's going great. And so how my relationships work with these people is typically I work in a campaign, which often is about three months maybe four sort of leading up to and around a tour and a release sometimes up to five months so it's sort of like there's definitely project in my world it's project based and there's a definite you know beginning middle and end and what are the big challenges right now in your industry and being a publicist i guess publicity yeah the um it's uh Probably how the staffing is decreasing, you know, at newspapers and TV stations, and uh, it's getting hard. There's less opportunities than there even was a couple years ago to have people on like live TV and perform a song in all the different cities across Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, less arts reporters in general, so it's become they're having less and less space too. And I know it's um, that's a big challenge for the media, which trickles down into us. Yeah. And what do you do? Because, um, I mean, that's a problem that, that is pretty common. How, what do you do to, to circumvent that? Or what do you do to creatively get publicity without that? Well, you know, one thing that I encourage all my clients to do is to create a contest. I find that people love contests. So it's really, um, it varies with each client about what something appropriate is. But mm-hmm. contests are a great tool to use of course like digital is the answer right yeah it's digital communications and there's all kinds of tips and tricks from email newsletters to how they use social media in fact i just came back from canadian music week in toronto two weeks ago and there was a whole day about digital communications for music and uh big big changes and and it's becoming more and more important so where i feel where my place comes in as a publicist is Updating them with what I learn, also encouraging and helping them find, helping them think of the right content, which is basically how they tell their story about who they are. Because like I say, most people don't realize how interesting they are and how interesting it might be that they were, you know, going fishing. People love behind the scenes and and into your real life. So I help people identify the stories that they can tell on social media. I don't do their social media. That's one boundary I have. I don't don't do it. I really encourage my clients to do their own from their own voice because that's what people want to connect with. But I do sort of help them strategize and develop the storylines they're going to tell. Yeah, the the voice that they have. Yeah, that's that's great yeah. advice because you, you you can always, I don't know. It tends to be a little self serving if it's um, whether it's an ad agency or a publicist that's doing social media for someone feels it it's disingenuous. I guess it's pretty transparent too, isn't it, David? Mm-hmm. Like I feel that too about when I follow people. Like you can kind of tell if if you can't tell, they've done a great job. Yeah, yeah. So you can often tell. Tell yeah. me, what kind of lessons have you learned uh, being a publicist? Maybe, or what have you learned recently that you're going to be carrying forward? I need to think about that one for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I learn every day. That's the thing. Um, like I, I learned a ton at Canadian Music Week just two weeks ago. 
And I learned one thing that's relevant, like timely, is how important Facebook Live is. Right now, that could change in a month or two, but it sort of beats the algorithm of Facebook because uh, it goes to the top of people's feeds who follow you. Yeah, yeah. And our, 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 that'd, be, um, that'd be a great for musicians to uh, tap into that. Have you, are, are some of them yeah. doing that? Yes, yeah. Yeah, and they get a lot of action from it. No doubt, so, yeah. Using Facebook Live is one simple little tip that I learned recently. It's just to really use that because it it's effective. I bet it would be, especially for artists, because, you know, one of the reasons you follow an artist on social media is for that, you know, behind the scenes or that something that nobody else knows about, whether it's a little post or a little piece of uh, trivia. Um, is there anybody that you've seen that's doing it really, really well? Other than Lady Gaga? (laughs) (laughs) Who do I think is a genius? Uh, Well, I, you know, I haven't looked lately, but Taylor Swift typically and for years has been an absolute social media genius. Oh, yeah. Yeah. To tell people to follow her all the time. Someone local who's really wonderful at social media is Jess Moskaluk, country singer from Angenberg, Saskatchewan, who is the top female Canadian country music artist for years. And she tours all over North America. I'm not sure if she goes to Europe. She's very successful. And she's young, which helps in sort of knowing how to handle the terrain of social media. She's she's a good one to watch. Ah, that's good. I've, I've seen her a couple of times, but I have not connected on social media. So I'm going to do that uh, for sure. Yeah. Well, Susan, thank you very much. I really enjoyed this. It's it's really interesting to uh, tap into your world and uh, certainly we'll be watching come the end of September and see how you make out in Edmonton. Good luck. Thank you so much. I appreciate it.